Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ben and Chris Talk Football. I am Chris. I am Ben. We are here to bring you our opinions on the news, notes, and happenings from around the NFL. This time of year, no games. Free agency hasn't hit yet. Draft's still coming up in a few months. Rumors. Rumors, rumors, rumors. What's the biggest, most fun rumor everyone loves to run with so far this offseason? Uh, in general, or is there a specific one? Uh, just anything Tom Brady. Anything Tom Brady is pretty much it. I'd really know how to answer that, so I just went ahead and answered my own question. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much just but, Tom yeah, Brady. It's, it's, so, we, uh, we're not going to get too far into the weeds here. We always say that, but... We'll get it in there. We'll get it in there, yeah. But uh, there's a few interesting rumors, Scenarios. ideas centering around Tom Brady and other players as far as swapping or exchanging teams. Can't really trade him. He's a free agent, so he's out there. he can do whatever he wants. Right. But mm, some things I heard made me wonder if people have to get drug tested at their jobs or not. Well, I mean, we, we both already stated our claim Tom's going to stay with New England. He's coming back. There's no way he doesn't come back. But let's entertain the crowd. That is what we're here for. Let's entertain the crowd a little bit. Absolutely. Besides, it makes it more fun for them. If we end up being wrong, then they can go, oh, you guys had a way. You were way off. Way off. You were way off. Which one do you want to go first? The uh, uh, the, the Jimmy G swap. Okay, we'll do a Jimmy G. All right. So so the theory is, is that Jimmy G is going to get swapped for Tom Brady. Now... I don't know if it's going to be a trade or... Well, it can be a trade. You're right, it can't. Although some people probably have that in their head that... Well, some people call signing a free agent a trade too, so... Right, and and some people probably have it in their head that maybe Tom... Ooh, Tom can get franchised and then they can trade him. Nope. Nope. Nope, that was agreed upon before he signed that contract. Yes, cannot franchise him. It's in writing. So I guess you could say, in essence, a swap would be Jimmy gets cut before April 1st. Because then his contract, basically, um, San Fran will be on the hook for $4.2 million in dead cap instead of the <clears throat> $72 million base plus 4.2 roster and workout bonuses that he would incur over the next three years if he stayed with San Francisco. Man, I want a $4 million workout bonus. I go to the gym every day if I got that. That's a spread out between three years so it's like i'll take it for three years i, I get it i get it. i get what kidding you're me but that's what sanford would have to do they would have to cut him because right now they don't have the money to sign tom brady obviously you know i, I think it, it i know what we said about jimmy g after the super bowl he did not look good he did not look impressive he looked almost scared to death uh but there's no way they cut jimmy g no there's I no way the, they finally have a franchise quarterback and I am not putting him in the same breath as Steve Young talent-wise, trust me. But they have their first real franchise quarterback since Steve Young. Actually, you know what? No, scratch that. Because at this point, I'd put Jeff Garcia from years past at a higher level than Jimmy G right now. Okay. It, Jeff but, Garcia could play. But but Jimmy's coming off that injury. This is his first full year as a starter. No, no I get that. I'm saying... If we're going to say Jimmy's a franchise quarterback, right. we have to put Jeff Garcia in that same breath because he, that was, makes there. he me, was there quite a few years, and he did very well. gag a little bit, though. Jeff Garcia was good, man. Eh. Jeff Garcia was underrated. Eh. I'm not saying he was Joe Montana, dude, but he was good. Guy but could play. The, I, I get the, the, the concept that maybe Brady would be a better option than Jimmy because you have a team right now. And without going into the free agents and the draft possibilities for San Fran, because that'll be down the road, way down the road, um, I get the idea that you you want to have a Super Bowl winning quarterback because you have this great defense and a lot of parts on offense. But what happens? And I'm not saying it's going to happen. What happens if? He hits the cliff. You know, it's funny to me, and it's not even anything to do with the cliff or anything. It's people. I think this is only really coming up because Brady's from California. Right. That's it. He grew up a Niners fan. It was, oh, he's going to, uh, he's going to go play for the LA Chargers. Now the Rivers is gone. No, no, no. Now he's going to go play for the Niners because they're a better option. Now I understand the Chargers to an extent because they did move on. 
and they would benefit from a guy like Brady coming in for a few years Absolutely. to teach some of the young guys. But just think about this logically, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody, I don't know if it was nationwide, but in the Northeast, especially in New England, was losing their damn minds all season because Tom Brady put his house up for sale and moved. Correct. Like 60 miles, 70 miles south to Connecticut. Understandable. Maybe farther than that. I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't Google map it. I have no idea. But he sold this house outside of Boston and moved to Greenwich, Connecticut so he can go play in San Francisco. That makes no, no sense. I mean, no you're trying to put two and two together and getting seven. It's not adding up. That that you can't you can't run along the premise. He sold his house in Boston so he can play around wherever he's gonna or live around wherever he's gonna play. Is he gonna go here? Is he gonna go there? First of all, there's nowhere else really in the area that needs a quarterback. The Giants have their guy. The Jets have their guy. Uh, Ravens has, certainly have their guy. Buffalo has their guy. Buffalo Philly, has their guy. Philly's got their guy. If you wanted to go. A little bit south to Washington, they think yeah, they have their guy. Brady's way too smart to go play for and Baltimore? Washington at this point. Baltimore, yeah, I think they have their guy. Yeah, Baltimore's pretty much Baltimore's pretty good in that area for hopefully a while. You're you're going way away from like you, the only team you could logically look at if if you're like oh that area, what team needs a quarterback? Indy. Well, I mean, in the Northeast area, there's one team that needs a quarterback. It's the team he plays. He played for. Oh yeah, yeah. that's it. That's it. That's all there is. I mean, yeah, and the closest team to yeah. here that would really need somebody is Indy. Yeah, and that's it. And then, is he really going to play for Indy? I mean, I think if I, I think if he leaves, that's a likely landing. It's an op- it's an option, but he's not going to. So but, yeah, no, that was that was interesting to me. Moving moving from Boston to Connecticut means he's going to go play in San Fran. So that adds up. So you want to go to the dumber idea? Oh, absolutely. Always. Those are the, fun. Dak gets traded for Tom Brady. Yeah, which again, again, it's he can't it's, get traded because Tom Brady's a free agent, and so is Dak, isn't he? Yeah, yes, Dak has no Dak, fifth year option. Dak's a free agent. Dak's also. a free agent. I mean, he could get franchised. Um, now, if you want to just say if if the wording is incorrect and not trade, but essentially trade swap. Okay, you can say that. Dallas has the the the. The um, salary cap, understandable. Right. They have the money, sure. New England right now has $42 million in cap space. But that hasn't figured out, that hasn't, it hasn't factored in, that dead money that Tom Brady's going to carry if he signs somewhere else. And I think that's going to blow, blow. And really, think about it this way. What does Dak want? He wants... I, heard, I saw a report yesterday that he turned down... A thirty-three million dollar annual contract, right? Before before or season started, or right after the season started, because he wants his forty million a year. He thinks he's really going to get that. So you think you think honestly, and you can answer this as quickly as you want. Is Bill going to nope. give him? He's not going to give nope. him forty million. He's not going to give him forty million. He's not going to give him twenty. That's going to wipe out your entire salary. For Bill the would re- rather have Jared Jared Stenham start. Right, he would. He absolutely would. And build him. On his rookie contract and see what he has there over a year or two, then pay some guy who doesn't show up when the game's on the line and who's never done anything in the playoffs, who has, who is a very good quarterback, but until you prove you can do anything, he had he had elite talent to work with there in Dallas and they yeah. just folded. They did nothing. Belichick is not going to look at that guy and go, "Oh man, here's a here's a uh, marginally uh, over uh, marginally talented." Not marginally talented. He's he's a very talented player. I don't, I'm not trying to knock him here, but guy who's never done it with the game with the, with anything on the line of substance. And now I'm gonna essentially give my entire salary cap away to sign him. And in fact, I think well, and you're not even counting the free agent or the um, the draft picks he has to sign. Yeah, you'd have to start cutting people left and right, and now you're gonna accumulate more dead cap. So is it really worth it? To maneuver and put so much effort into maneuvering that that cap space, no, no way. To just be able to sign Dak Prescott for the next four or five years, whatever. Dak doesn't fit our system. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Even if it, the system made sense, the whole thing doesn't make sense. It just conceptually, it doesn't make sense for Bill because we know what he's going to do. He wants to. He wants to have. 54 
to 45 being the best 54 to 45 players. You can't do that if your top five players are eating up so much of the salary gap. That's your problem. And, and what that means for some people who might not be sure is oh. he, he wants a well-rounded roster. Bill Belichick doesn't want to have 10 to 15 super talented guys and then schmucks. He's not trying to just sign the highest talent, highest paid talent he can and then backfill his, his roster. He wants to have the best all-around roster, right. the best uh, from position 44 or 45 to 54 on the roster. Mm-hmm. He wants to have the most talent in those nine players. Because that that's where some games are really, really won, is on the back end of your roster. That's where his core special teamers. And, exactly. and people insult or make fun of or take jabs at Bill and Nick about how they invest so much money in the special teamers. Your Nate Eppers, your Matt, well, I, I Matt can, Slaters. I, I totally understand that because if you look at their track record, they have zero success. Absolutely. They haven't won anything in the past 20 years. Nothing So, I mean, that, I, I mean, that's... So I'm gonna poo-poo both these these. Yeah, I think they're, they're ideas. It's my, if I'm San Fran, I keep going with Jimmy. You keep building around Jimmy. You keep maneuvering your your salary cap because you're gonna have. It, they're not in cap hell, but they're gonna have to maneuver as some of these first round pick high first round picks become free agents. But they can maneuver that because as the salary cap goes up. You're paying Jimmy twenty four to twenty six million dollars. That's going to become not top ten, but it's going to become middle of the pack. And you know, I know he didn't do well in the Super Bowl, and he didn't have to do well in the NFC Championship game because they ran the ball all over Green Bay. Right. When you're part of a successful team, you just have an aura about you. Like you have more value, even if you weren't the cause of it. So, they're not going to look at Jimmy G and go, "Well, you didn't do so well in the Super Bowl." You know, when you look when you look at the going price for a quarterback over the next three years in the NFL, exactly the seventy six they owe him over three isn't that much more than you're going to pay anybody. You're going you're going to pay somebody with with far less talent and, and potential to grow than Jimmy G. 15 to 20 to come in and start. Right. You may as well pay Jimmy the 25 and keep him there in the system. And he kind of showed what he could do at the end of the year um, when he got traded. He did a lot with not a lot. You remember he had a bunch of third and fourth receivers. Yeah. And he was doing a lot more than what uh, I think it was uh, C.J. Beathard at the time, what he was doing with that team. Like, if you look at – uh, Dak Prescott, and I like him. I like what he does. I like his abilities. What did he do without Amari Cooper? And we know your position on Amari Cooper, but what did he do without him? Mm, pretty mm. much what Amari Cooper did when the game's on the line. He tanked. Right. He didn't do a whole lot. He did. He 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 needs pieces. He definitely needs pieces around him to make the offense work wherever he's at. Yeah, Dak isn't the guy you bring in to make the rest of your team better. He's the guy you need to have, like you said, you need to have pieces around him to bring him to his full potential. And now what does that do to the rest of your team? If you, you can't invest in the oh, rest yeah, of the no. team, it's, it's... Jerry's going to pay him. Jerry's going to pay him. He's just going to have an, he's gonna have to maneuver that cap very precisely to be able to have a dec- decent offensive line because they have one of the best, right? Well, that'll go away once they actually get 40 mil. You're going to start seeing that erode over time. And then we know Zeke, eventually Zeke's going to, he's already probably showing wear. And running backs don't have a long lifespan. And what are they going to have for receivers next year? I you said just, it, I, You just can't invest that kind of money. He needs to understand, and I get what he wants. Dak wants top of the market. You, I said the same thing about Patrick Mahomes. You need to understand what kind of future you want to have. Is it get all the money you possibly can, Aaron Rodgers, or Tom Brady? I'm gonna take X, so I can pay. We can pay Z right, right. and Y, so I can have a better offense. 
thing too I said over everything I just said even mm-hmm. about it just not making sense financially and what you just said I said this I believe it was last episode or two episodes ago about Jerry Jones and it's sometimes it's to his detriment I don't really think it's a pride thing I think when he brings somebody onto his team he really thinks of them as family and it's more it's more about that than business Jerry's not going to let Dak walk because he can't deal with the fact that he had what he believes to be a franchise player. Just same recently knew Zeke would get their money. Right. Or his money, excuse me. Because you knew, I mean, Dak wasn't highly drafted, but he's highly thought of now. Oh, yeah. Despite not doing anything in the playoffs ever. And I know I keep coming back to that, but let's face it, that's really what matters. That's all that matters. You can, you can get there all you want. You can... You can throw for 5,000 yards. Jameis Winston proved this. Throw for 5,000 yards and still not really be all that impressive because you throw 35 interceptions. And then you have someone like Nick Foles who's – Dak Prescott's going to make twice as much as him. But who's had more playoff uh, uh, success? The Eagles have a ring because of how Nick Foles played. And Dak's going to make more next year than Nick Foles probably will make in the next five or six. I think he got 88 when he signed. Foles? Yeah, it was like 88 or something total. Yeah, I think for five years. It was like four right. or five or 88, yeah. And 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 we know Dak's going to sign for way more than that. Yeah, okay, so maybe, maybe not five times as much, but he's going to make significantly more. And an insane amount of more for, to your point, less playoff experience and tremendously less playoff success. All I was getting at there was... Jerry is it's either too proud or just too under the belief that Dak's a cowboy, he has to stay a cowboy, he can't go anywhere. So I'm just gonna sign this check and keep him. That's and that's bad. And in reality, I mean, hell. Probably pay Phillip Rivers half of that and have him come throw interceptions for you. And I'm looking at Dallas right now. It's great. They have seventy three million in cap space right now. All right, fantastic. I bet you if I look at twenty twenty one we're gonna have a different story. Yeah, they've had three large contracts signed in the last in the previous eighteen months, and we, we're waiting for one more. Yeah, and so who, when who was it? It was, uh, it Zeke, was Zeke, Jalen Wh- Smith, and uh, Lawrence. Oh, right, Dexter Lawrence, and now you're gonna have Dak Prescott. So you wait till those start to mature in their second or third year when you're talking four or five year deals, when you start getting the outrageous yearly annual salary, and there's, there's no way that 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 cap space shrinks really quick. And that's what and that's what teams and that's how teams get in cap hell, so to speak, is because they line these contracts up. Now it it's somewhat smartly because they're kind of tiered a little bit, as you know, one and then another, then another, another. But you're still you can't sign so many mega deals to put yourself in this position where three years down the road you're now having to look at Jalen Smith. And maybe he's in his prime, but you might have to cut him. Or you have to have that conversation that Bill has every year with. And Bill doesn't – and sometimes he lets people go. Like McCourty, he didn't have to take a reduction. It was stunning. He didn't He didn't get asked or he wasn't – and he wasn't going to take a reduction in pay. But he didn't have to. But typically Bill goes to his veterans and say, uh, can you take a little bit less here? We convert it into a bonus – so on and so forth, so he has a little more cap space. Right. How can you go up to Jalen Smith with his large contract or Dexter Lawrence with his large contract and say, yeah, we need you to kind of rework the deal so we can make Dak and Zeke's contracts fit? It's not going to work, man. It's just not going to work. Well, that's because Jerry Jones doesn't let anybody run his team but him. Right. Which is why they haven't won anything since, you know, Barry Switzer won with Jimmy Johnson's leftovers. It's truly going to put the team – in a bad spot. Watch him sign Dak and Amari. Two massive contracts. I guarantee. I guarantee you, if they if they sign those guys, if they sign those guys to market value contracts, they will be a five win team within three years. Absolutely, because they won't be able to afford anybody else, and Zeke will be past his prime. I'll take a look at it after the free agency and the draft happens, and we'll see what. This 2021 looks like because it's just it's we're not we're not counting Dak yet, and that's thirty something million. 
If you turn down 33, he's not going to do. He's going to get at least 35. Dexter's getting Dexter's getting 22 next year. Zach Martin's getting 15. Zeke's getting 13.7. Tyron Smith, another like you're just. This is all three. You have three, four defensive line, uh, offensive linemen, getting double digit millions with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, there's no way you can hold that up. And now you're going to put. Well, you to you 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 said Dak turned down thirty three million, so it's not thirty three million. It's closer to forty. That's gonna hurt. That's gonna. I'm sorry. That's gonna hurt. I'd be shocked if it's anything less annually than thirty five. We turned down thirty three. There's just no way. Someone's gonna get cut unless okay. someone gets in his ear and says you got to be realistic. You know, this is really one of the only teams that's gonna pay you that amount. Unless he unless. Some team like the Chargers wants to go nuts and grab them. The Chargers or the or, Raiders? Or the Raiders, yeah. Was, yeah. They, you know, Las Vegas moving in their new stadium and have their new... They're all crazy enough to do new it. ...new franchise man. quarterback, so depends how much John Gruden likes them. I mean, Miami's got $80 million in cap space. They could be crazy enough to do it. I think they won. I think I know who they want, but yeah, they could be crazy enough to do it. Indianapolis has got $80 million in cap space, but they got a couple free agents they have to resign, or potentially resign maybe. Tampa Bay, eighty million. It's there's possibilities for Dak elsewhere to get his forty million. It's just gonna put it just. I get. I want players to get as much money as they want. But you have to understand, you're going to sacrifice something. Yes. And the gentleman in the North, who plays in Green Bay, uh, should understand this a hundred percent. Gimme, gimme, gimme. And then when's the last time you won anything? Yeah, because it's been a long time. Packers can't win anything because they can't afford any big contracts. I think they won. Didn't they win in his rookie deal? Yeah, they did. It's they did. the same they, problem. They People. invested so much in the defense because <laughs> Charles Woodson was the defensive player that year, defensive player of the year that year, and they had loaded on defense, and they won during his. People and, aren't people aren't gonna like hearing this, but the, Seattle will have the same problem soon. I was just Russell Wilson, big same problem the Rams are gonna have when they go to resign people. Yeah, Russell Wilson's massive contract. Yeah, Jared Goff's massive contract. All this guaranteed money you're talking, you know, 30, 30 plus million a year annual for a quarterback. Okay, but then you want to sign fifty three other players for just over five times that you're paying that one guy. That doesn't that doesn't add up. And if you cross your fingers and hope that the cap goes up twenty million each year, you're gonna be in. You're gonna be hurting when you get the paperwork that says the cap only goes up five million or eight yeah. million. It's like, holy shit, we just lost like two players because we projected the salary cap to be X and now it's Y. Mm-hmm. And that's why. That's why. And I I I hate to. Beat Bill Bill Belichick's drum. Uh, I don't, but this is why he's has sustained success. Is he's managed the cap so well, and that's what other teams have to understand. Well, other teams you'll see them be competitive for three or four years, and then and they fall. They go into a slump because they didn't manage their cap. They they had an emotional attachment to certain players, which you know Belichick doesn't have. At least not outwardly. There's one player that's gotten away with it. Uh, at least it. not outwardly. Oh, there's one player that has gotten away. Who? Tom. That's it. But it made sense to keep him. Oh, yeah. I agree. That's the thing. It made sense to keep him. He was the best option at the time. Like, when he r- r- got rid of Richard Seymour, we yeah. talked about last time. Seymour was still in his prime, but you could start seeing that, cl- that cliff coming. And he had a contract coming up, and he was going to want mega money. Lawyer Molay? A lot of these guys. And they, they wouldn't take a pay cut. They didn't fit within the system. And, well, okay then. Thank you very much for your your time here, and, and you know, good luck in the future. But yeah, no, he, he doesn't. Other teams, I mean, that's why he said with even with Kansas City, okay, you're gonna pay Patrick Mahomes all that money, you're gonna pay Tyree Kill all that money, Travis Kelsey is gonna be cheap whenever he comes up. You need an offensive line. You need an offensive line to protect those investments. Problems. You had problems this year. Yeah. What happens? And, and I already looked at Chris Jones. Chris Jones is gonna want. He says he wants to stay. He wants to stay in, in, in Kansas City. Well, Chris, you're gonna have to take a serious discount to stay in Kansas City. Serious discount because they're projecting. I think it was 15, 20, uh, 20 mil per. 
for Chris Jones. Yeah, probably. And you're going to take, what, 10 a year maybe to stay in Kansas City? Because Kansas City is 18, under the, 18 million under the cap. Yeah, and they have to do some serious restructuring if they want to keep Patrick And you have, first, you have draft picks, your rookie reserve. Yeah. You have to have that available. So that's typically, if you look throughout all of them, it's typically somewhere between 16 to uh, $10 million for rookie reserves, depending on how many first-round picks you have. Miami is a little different because they have three first-round picks. But depending on how, how much you got, you know, you look at these numbers, you got to take off at least 10 to $15 million off that just for your rookie reserves. And now you're hurting. Well, we're going to do something a little bit different, a little interesting. I'm excited. I'm telling you, I'm ex- I am be, excited. It should be pretty fun. With free agency coming up, what we're going to do, and we're going to go in the order the draft is going to go into. So we're going to hit Cincinnati, Washington, and Detroit today. We're going to go over these teams, and we're going to discuss uh, draft aside after free agency, before the draft. We'll do different, we'll do the same way, but with the draft instead of free agency. We're going to discuss team uh, what these teams need, their key free agents, who they should sign, the cap, the whole nine yards. So, mm-hmm. Ben, why don't you get us started with first on the clock, the Cincinnati Bengals. So, I took the approach of, because I love destroying teams, but I like to build them back up. Yeah, we, we've heard. I like destroying them. So, I took the approach, this is what I think they should do. And, and stop me if I start going draft, because I know we want to save that. Just, just, just put the hand up or throw something. I just at me. Stop recording. That, that works that, too. That option too. Nice. So, their top needs is is cornerback, everything. quarterback. Uh, yeah, essentially everything. everything, but running back, right? But their top ones are corner, quarterback, and offensive tackle. And I agree with that. They're forty six under the cap. Forty six million under the cap. And they have a first round. They obviously have the first overall pick. They have the first pick in the second round. So, obviously, they're a little heavy in rookie reserve. Uh, so, you got to leave that money to the side. They have five starters that are free agents. And I, I counted A.J. Green as a starter. If he's healthy, he would have been I think a starter, we could yeah. technically call him a yeah. starter. A.J. Green, uh, Tyler Eifert, you can fight me on if he is or isn't. Uh, their center, Hopkins. Uh, Middle linebacker, uh, Vigil, I guess is his name. And then their defensive lineman, uh, Billings. And then they have a bunch of other players. And I'm not going to go into all the players. Not, I don't, we don't need to get into that. It's just the key ones that we're looking at. I think what they're going to do, what they should do, is they're going to let A.J. go. They need to do that, yeah. They're going to let A.J. Yeah. go. You got, I know everyone's not big on Ross and um, the other one. Ross and the other receiver. Yep. I can't think of his name. I can't either. Okay. I know it's Tyler or something, but. Oh, Boyd. Tyler Boyd, yeah. There we go. People home people. Yeah, foul stuff. Uh, and actually, Darquez Denard, who is a first-round pick from years ago. He's a free agent. I let him go. Well, let me let me stop you real quick for a second. I don't think people dislike John Ross. I think they have the same problem with him they have with A.J. Green, which is he just cannot stay healthy. It's the same problem with William Fuller. Yeah. I, I, can't stay obviously, healthy. you don't you don't have to watch him long to see how talented he is. Or they are, because like I said put guys like AJ Green in the same category. But I mean, AJ Green had an injury in, in preseason. We thought it was going to last two to four weeks, maybe six weeks. Missed the entire season. I think he practiced once, and then they shut him down for the year. Like he just—he's been injury prone. Like he is a superb talent. He is a fully healthy, a top five receiver in the NFL, hands down. He is elite. Yeah. But you can't be elite on the bench. That is, that is true. So they have to, they have to, for the sake of moving forward from their franchise, cut ties with him and move on. Agreed. So we agree on that. Uh, they need to cut Andy Dalton. Yes. It'll be 17.5 onto the cap. If yeah, you, oh, there's, if no, just, there's no question they do that then. If you cut him. Uh, they're going to draft Burrow. I don't so. think, think they're going to get – they're not going to find anybody to trade with, I don't think, because everyone's going to be like sit back and just wait because they know – Andy Dalton's going to become a free agent. And, yeah, and the Bengals and everybody else knows that also, so there's no point in even messing with it. So here's my curveballs, Chris. Okay. 
know, there's a couple of a uh, couple people that'll go sign. Nothing, nothing too big. Um, but as far as free agents, Jack Conklin with the Tennessee Titans. I think they'll sign him because Tennessee is going to have problems signing their own people. That someone's going to be able to swoop in and give them six years at fifteen per. Yeah, and if you know uh, that makes sense because if you know they move on from Dalton, they're going to have that extra seventeen plus. Yep. And I know we're not getting into the draft, but they're going to draft a quarterback. They're going to want to. Yeah, protect they're going. Them. They're going. So. To, they'll address two needs: um, offensive line and quarterback in the draft. So that's why you're not going to hear anything concentrated on those two positions. Right. Um, and then two. I want to say one's an underwhelming blockbuster because I think Jack Conklin is a big is a big hit for them to take. Not only that, but helps Joe Mixon. That's 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 what I'm saying. They, yeah, and, and they have a um, they have a a left tackle. I can't, I can't think of its name, uh, but I'm confident with him as left tackle. Jay, you bring in Jack Conklin as the right tackle. Now you have your bookends. Joe Mixon can be one of the best all-around running backs in the league. He just needs. You, just, you can't do it when they're stacking the box because exactly there's there's no threat from any other position. And I see them giving Eric Ebron four years at twenty nine point nine. Uh, seven year at seven mil per year. I don't know about that. No, it's not. It's not. I understand the the uh, the concept behind it. You want to get a good tight end in there. Yep. Um, they have two guys they've drafted over the past couple of years. Yeah. Not to, not to his level, though. No, and especially if you're going to bring a young quarterback in, you want someone to – I understand that. I think, I think they're going to aim higher. I know we haven't gotten into – Other tight ends? Other, you know, we're going to get into um, a different position on the field on Friday's episode as well as some more teams to dissect. But mm-hmm. – I mean, you have Austin Hooper and Hunter Henry out there, and then my my one my one gripe with Ebron was going to be kind of nicked up, got some injury issues, kind of like Eifert. But That's on why the I other think hand, he's going to get less. Than another hand, Hunter Henry did also, and I've been singing his praises. So I wouldn't be surprised to make them have them make a huge play on Hooper. I mean, if I was Hooper, I'd stay in Atlanta. But I mean, I I, I could see Ebron being a good fit. But remember. The whole stigma around him before he went to India and had a great season was his hands may as well have been made from stone. And if they bring him in under a big contract, and seven seven million years a big contract for a it tight is. end. And I don't, but I don't think it's so cost prohibitive that it's going to put him in a bind. I'm also going out. I, I would say this one's a little bit more of a limb. Signing inside linebacker Corey Littleton to a six-year, seventy-five million dollar contract. For twelve point five AAV, he I mean, was undrafted, so he is young. He is t- between twenty four and twenty five right now. So he he only had a three three years in with uh, the the Rams, and then now no, he's the Rams great. can't afford him. No, so. Ram, Rams can't afford him, and I think they're going to have to overpay to get him. And they haven't had that linebacker since who? Vontez. I know. Yeah, I know. It's it's scary to think, but they haven't had that guy. That's since Vontez perfect. And if you can get that guy, you're, you're, which I don't think he's as crazy as Vontez Perfect. Um, you get that guy, and now you have your bookends on, on offense, on the offensive line. You have a very talented, albeit, I'll admit, injury-prone tight end to partner with the two other ones you have. And now you can go into the draft. I, 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 let's unveil the curtain. Joe Burrow's going to be the first pick. But now you can get... You're all your lineman or whatever else, and we'll get into that later day. But I just don't think you take the money that you could spend on Ebron and spend it stupidly on one Mr. Amari Cooper. I think it's oh, no, stupid. no, 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 it's a stupid move. I think and I'm Amari not Cooper said that. I think he should go to the XFL and learn how to play receiver. Interesting. Um, no, I think I, I don't have any objection. Okay. To either the Conklin or Littleton picks. My only problem is if you're those guys, and those guys are pretty much top of the market in free agency at their position, do you really see enough 
because everybody, everybody and their grandmother knows the the, the Bengals are taking Joe Burrow. Yeah. I don't think they're going to trade that pick. I mean, you never know anything's possible. They're going to take him as their franchise quarterback. Do you see enough if you're those two top market free agents to say, okay, and maybe if they're just looking for a big payday, they take it, no problem. I think that's part of it. And that's very, like you said, they're going to overpay for Littleton. However, if you're those guys, do you say, I could go to a better team that has a much better chance of winning the next couple of years for a couple million less, and I'll make that up in incentives and, and endorsements. So you can get that from endorsements and, uh, you know, bonuses and things like that. Just something to think about. I mean, if I were them, I don't know if Cincinnati would be where I'd go, but maybe they see something I don't. They're, so here, they are in that world and I'm not. And, and, and I'll add on to this. It helps that on the biggest stage in college football, Joe Burrow put it down. Absolutely. And that, that's going to ring true to a lot, of the, a lot of these guys when Cincinnati's on the phone and they're talking to him like for free agency, which is way before the draft. And they have to be like, so who's going, who are you picking with the first pick? It's clearly evident who they're going to pick. Yeah. That talks a lot to a player about how oh, yeah. the future is, the future could be. And I get it. It's it's still a crapshoot. Even the first overall pick, it's a crapshoot. Next year will be the same thing. There's talented players coming out, but it's going to be a crapshoot. Well, I mean, but I mean, you're right though. You can say to them, "Hey, we're we're bringing in Burrow. We have, you know, if they signed any other good free agents before they talked to this guy, yeah, we brought in Conklin. Yeah, we brought in like Ebron. I think, I think yeah, you can bring we, in Ebron hold, first. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. We brought in Ebron. We brought in Conklin. Yeah, you know, you want to come in and be the quarterback of our defense. And, you know, we have Joe Mixon still in his prime. We have a good line. We have a good tight end. We have this young quarterback. And we have a lot of really, really good things going for us. So, you know, come on in, Corey. And you might say, yeah, okay, sure, $75 million for six years, five, six years, I'm in. So, And, and I'm factoring in that Billings, Billings will be re-signed as the defensive tackle who had a pretty good season last year. And they got a couple others still – upper uh decent defense alignment so you're not looking at Corey Littleton to be this guy who's gonna beat his head against a bunch of guards and tackles right here's there's gonna be beef in the front line to protect him so he can do what talented linebackers exactly do, make plays they can do what they he can do what they paid him to come in and do right right and and, and if Eric Ebron is the first stone to drop or whatever the term whatever the turn of phrase is you and you're overpaying, and you agree? Do you agree that four for twenty nine is an overpay? That what? Four four for twenty nine? Uh, because if because that's what you're gonna have to do. You got to overpay just a little bit, and that's your that's the first first shoot yeah. drop, and now you and now you're you're Jack Conklin. By the way, uh, fifth year option was uh, turned down by the Titans a few years ago. Hmm, that was a interesting little tip. Yeah, that was probably not a good move. And he had a fantastic year. Well. Most of Tennessee's offensive line had a fantastic yeah. year. But that's the first shooter drop, and now you're starting to see, okay, boom, 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 and now you're building something. And Jack, and, if, if Conklin and Littleton are signed for six-year deals, and now you have Joe Burrow for five years under his rookie contract, and guess what? There's still money there, so now you can sign Joe Mixon to his extension. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm telling you, you get rid of Dalton, you get rid of – AJ, you let AJ Green go. Let I forget. Let the old guard go. Let yeah, him go. It's it's. It didn't work. Denard, you got uh, uh, Dark Horse Denard. You got to let him go. A bunch of other guys, you just let him go. They're starting center for last year. I'm sorry, dude. Let him go. Build yourself. Right. What you think you need from your quarterback position, and you know what that's going to be. I'll tell you what. I'm going to say this last thing before we can move on. Uh, right. Washington. Uh, you know, if. Burrow ends up being what everybody thinks he can be, seven a year for Ebron, or turn into a value. It will. So, I take that chance about them. I don't think that's that's too much to ask. He's starting to pay an for more than that now, and he's not even on the field. So, what do you got for the Washington Redskins, Ben? Second overall pick. All right, this one was a little difficult, I will say. 
Because I would try to go with a mi- uh, uh, logical nine set, but then you have to have that curveball. The Daniel Snyder curveball. The, yeah. the Daniel Snyder curveball. Because at any point, he could drop a huge contract in front of somebody and they can sign it. I will sign Dak Prescott for all the money in the world. All right. So, they have $33 million in cap space. Mm. They don't have a second-round pick. Well, they're not getting Dak. Their top needs, technically, are offensive tackle, obviously, because... Would your second-round pick go? Uh, sure. Shoot, I even looked it up. That's all right. We're not doing a job. No, that's all right. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember yeah. where it went, but I. It, um, but offensive tackles are first because they can't agree with a certain individual. Oh yeah. Um, wide receiver and then interior offensive line is technically their top positions. Um, their top, if you want to call it that, their top free agents <laughs> is uh, Scarif, their guard. Eric Flowers, their other guard, and Chris Thompson, their running back, yep. are like technically their their top free agents. Case Keenum and Colt McCoy, great. You want to bring them back? Fine. It's gonna, it should be for peanuts, really, because you need you need all the money you can get. Well, what, what, I mean, what, I know they have Haskins, but what's up with Alex Smith? He's still technically on the on the and that's the, and spot, well, they don't know when he's gonna be ready. Right. That's it. Yeah. And that's the huge. That's the biggest thing that's actually hurting them. Is there so much money invested in Alex yeah, Smith? They don't know what's happening. That cap space is just being eaten up. So here, I'll free you some money up, okay, Chris? Okay. I'm going to cut Josh uh, Josh Norman. I would too. It's going to free up 12.4. You're going to carry three million in dead cap, but get over it. It's you're going to have 12.4 in free. Decline the club option of, of Adrian Peterson frees up 2.25 million. Trade Trent Williams, and you're going to have to. Daniel Snyder, you're going to have to eat it. Which he you're going to trade him for a second or a third. He won't do that. No, he wants a first. And if he keeps fighting this, then guess what's going to happen? Trent Williams is going to be on the team, the roster, for this year, and he'll become a free agent next year. Yep. But if you trade him, now you have $12.5 million in, in free cap space. So now you can sign, you can re-sign Scare for 4 and, four and 49 which puts him... Just below, I think it was just below top ten. And then here's an intriguing one, and I'm 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 actually keeping a lot of money saved up. Um, signed Trey Waynes from the Minnesota Vikings for three and twenty five point twenty five. Okay. Because Minnesota, they're in cap hell too. Yeah, thanks to Kirk Cousins. So they're not gonna be. They have. I think they have two corners that are free agents. I ain't gonna be. Able, I don't think they're gonna be able to sign both of them. I'm not even sure they're gonna be able to sign one. But go ahead and sign Trey Waynes for eight eight point four uh, AAV. Um, like I said, you can't cut Alex Smith. He's got twenty one point four in the books for twenty twenty, and he's carrying thirty two million in guarantees. So that'll just destroy any any hopes. Um, you can keep. Um, Jordan Reed, it's actually more cost prohibitive to keep him than to cut him. Which that is, is crazy. crazy. That's it's insane. crazy. What kind of contract did this guy get when he when he resigned? Because he, he has not performed in years. I know, but it makes sense now to keep him because there's not enough. You're not getting enough money back. I don't think to have that dead cap, and it kind of where the free agent market goes. You just really don't know. You don't know where you want to go with the team, which is ultimately, which is the problem of the entire team, is they really have no direction. I, and that that's what I was gonna say. I, I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't have a whole lot of commentary for this team. I watch football all the time. I pride myself on, on having enough knowledge to be able to carry on a conversation much about any team, and I got nothing with this team. Like they're boring, they're dull. They're not sure they want their story. Like, like you, I've seen Nobody reports. Nobody wants to be on a team. I've seen reports that um, the front office has told the coaching staff that Dwayne Haskins is the starting quarterback. Dwayne, Ka- Dwayne Haskins is the future. Why do you have to tell Ron Rivera and his staff that if they're having second thoughts about Dwayne Haskins being a starter? 
Like, that's your problem. I don't know about that, because I saw some good flashes out of Dwayne Haskins last I did, year. too. So, I, if I were them, I, I would stick with him. But. I, would, I would give him a chance this year. And with um, – it, it just – it's like I said, it was this was probably the hardest team so far to do just because of Daniel Snyder. Because he could drop – he could go get Jadavion Clowney and sign him to a massive right. deal, and that will hamstring the team for years. Because he just wants he just wants to make that splash, right? And he can say to everybody, "Look who I brought in!" And then people are looking around, going, you, "You didn't build a team, though. You signed one guy, and it wasn't even you know we needed so much more on this team." I, I just I don't know, and and you're and you're getting hurt because, and it's not Alex Smith's fault. It's no, no, not, not at all. No, but you're getting hurt by it, unfortunately. And then you have to figure out what you're going to do when he's able to come back. Well, I, I wanted to bring up the only thing I really could say about this team was it was about Jordan Reed. Have you ever seen a case of maybe with the exception of AJ Green, as far as all time goes, injuries hurting a player and in, in their legacy? I mean, there's a, people forget when Jordan Reed came into this league, yeah, or when he started being Jordan Reed. We all remember he was on par with guys like Jimmy Graham and Rob Gronkowski. Oh, absolutely, he was, was a monster. He was feared. He could not be stopped. And injuries have just reduced him to a tenth of the player he used to be. And it, it is a shame. I mean... Because but, you know he certainly didn't want that. Right, he did. And and it wouldn't shock me if he got injured again this year to walk away. I, it, it yeah, just, especially with the concussion. It just piles up so much. Yeah. It just... It just at some point, Reed's just got to say, enough's enough. I'm moving on. Thank you. Thank you for the time. Thank you for all the memories, but I'm done. And I mean, he should have more than enough money. Well, he should. If he was Hopefully. smart, he should be fine. Hopefully. But that's all I got on Washington. Yeah, Washington, we really – sorry, guys. If you're a Redskins fan out there, first of all, you know, sorry, sorry for your luck the last 15, 20 years. Uh, secondly, uh, yeah, we just – It's just so – You don't know where to go with this team. It's so difficult. Because of that, man, you just – you can try. And it's just – and he could blow up the whole cap single-handedly by signing Jadavion Clowney. Which I would not put past him. I wouldn't put it past him either. So who's next, Ben? <clears throat> Detroit Lions. Okay. So this one was a little bit of a – I don't want to say a challenge, but it was intriguing to go through them. And I made some moves. That are interesting. Now they have their full document of, of picks. So their needs are defensive line, interior all linemen, and cornerback. So I think they'll they'll resolve their cornerback position in the draft. Okay. So they're they're um they got a couple of interesting free agents. Their punter's a free agent. I'll 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 unveil the clap. Uh, the the avail avail it right now. That we'll sign him, the punter. Ashawn Robinson, defensive tackle, and Glasnow, the guard, are free agents. And I think and those two are starters. They'll get resigned, but Dola, Mike Daniels, and Tavon Wilson will not get resigned. And those are key pieces to the defense our defense and offense last year, but I think they'll get wiped out. I think Ashan gets five for 40 with an eight-year, eight-mil AAV. Uh, Martin, I roughly gave him four and four and 7.3, which is under $2 million, which I think is justifiable for a middling punter. Yeah, more than justifiable. Uh, Glasnow, Glasgow is going to get, I think, roughly four and 30 with 7.2, which puts him in the middle of the pack as a guard, which I think was where he should be. One free agent signing. This is the only one I really want to go out on limb because also all those signings kind of puts him, and then the uh, rookie reserve kind of puts him. Puts him right at the cap, yeah. Um, 
Haha Clinton Dix as their free safety. Okay. A one year three point seven five million. That'd be a nice. Nice. that'd be uh He was injured last year. Yeah, that'd be a good veteran, you know, bring him in and, and see what he has left contract. He's also twenty seven. Yeah. Which I mean, is he's been crazy. playing for a few, he's been playing for years, so he's still a veteran. Which is why I say you get you let you let Tavon Wilson go, you bring in Haha Clinton Dix, and you go with that and see what it does. And you draft correctly, and we'll get in the draft at some other point. But that's where you build the team. The one mistake you can make if you're Matt Patricia, Brian Flores, is try to get too many expatriates. Oh, yeah. yeah. That could hinder you. That's what Matt, Matty P did. But I think you need to let some of them go. And Tavon Wilson and Dola are both expatriates. And I think you got what you were going to get out of them. Time to move on. Yeah, we've seen what Danny Amendola is. He's a really nice player in the right system, but you need to – he's not a guy you're going to build that offense around. And you have a lot of talent at receiver with Galladay. Oh, yeah. And uh, I always forget the other guy's name. I'd be concerned. That, and, and why I, I I didn't, like, try to maneuver the cap too much to uh, free up space to get other players is because next year Kenny Galladay's contract's up. He was not a first-round pick. No, he was a second-round, wasn't he? I think it was second or third. Yeah. So his contract's up. He's going to get bank. Oh, he's going to get good money, yeah. Uh, you need to save that money for Kenny Galladay. I, I, there's no other way to put it. And you have your quarterback, which that needs to be decided 100% one way or the other. So Yeah, is Stafford going to be healthy enough going forward? That's what I was going to say, too, is – the two things need to decide before the season because Patricia needs to Plan. show heavy inroads this season as far as I have this team going in the right direction. This is year three. Yeah, I thought it was ridiculous after year one for them to say, oh, his job's in the line. That's that's nuts. It's one year going into a bad team. This past year, you know, Stafford was hurt most of the season. Other injuries, other problems. Okay, didn't have the team you wanted to have on the field, on the field. Now, this is to the point where it's your team now. And if you still decide that Stafford's a guy and he gets hurt again, well, bad on you for not having the foresight to say, we know this guy has a problem, we got to bring somebody else in. Like You need to make sure he's 100%, he can still perform. Because if you go out there again week three and his back acts up and he's out the rest of the year again, you're on a chopping block. And you're not getting another head coach. You're not You're not Ron Rivera. You're not getting another head coaching job, Patricia, for at least two or three years. At least. And at that's least. if he performs incredibly well in his position. Like, there's other guys who are going to jump him in line. Oh, absolutely. So, there's, there's a ton of people who are absolutely the next in line. Just think of the two, two of the coordinators in the Super Bowl, Salas and, and um, the enemy. Oh, yeah. Those guys should have jobs. Realistically, they should have jobs already, but next off season, no matter what happens, I mean, unless of course their their are their respective sides of the ball falls off, they should have the next jobs, whatever comes available, because we all know positions will come become available next off season. Oh yeah, for sure, things will happen. God there should forbid, be a position up there in New York. That's that's exactly where I was going to go. No way, like, Adam Gase keeps his job another year. Unless he's got something on the on the Johnsons that I don't know about, but Man, there is so many places I could go with that. But let's let's just um, it's a family show, so let's I'm gonna steer steer I'm the other route, steer there, the other way to Cleanville and leave it alone. The Detroit Lions need to figure it out because if if they don't feel Matt Stafford's the answer, they're paying him an awful lot. You might have yeah. to you might have to make your decision right now because you have the third overall pick. You have an opportunity to take potentially to a tongue by Lola. Maybe you have to make Say that, that three times fast. But I'm still working on getting, getting it once. 100 yeah. percent clean. <laughs> I can't do it either. I start. I'm getting there. I gotta throw the one at you. But uh, this is the off, this is the off season where you have to make. And I haven't digested his numbers yet because I didn't even think to look at his numbers. Because I just think Detroit Lions, Matt Stafford. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, it feels like he's been there forever. It has. I just 
they definitely need to make a decision on what they're going to do with Stafford, especially with Kenny Galladay's contract coming up next year. Because that is going to be a massive deal. Now, if I'm a team and I'm looking at, okay, I could get Amari Cooper this year, or do I want to hold back and wait till next offseason and maybe I can break the bank and say, hey, Kenny, here is the top-of-the-market free agent wide receiver money. Anybody is listening. Anybody is listening. Do not sign Amari Cooper. I repeat, save your money. Wait for somebody better. Sign them. And this is this is the kind of scenario I was talking about with um, with, with with the Bengals is save some of that money because now you have, if you if you can somehow front that money right up into the Kenny Galladay's lap next offseason and Jura Burrow shows what he can do with whatever he's got and now you give him an elite receiver we could actually see the first iteration of a successful Cincinnati Bengals franchise. Uh, I just said it. Uh, I don't know about that. The Browns are going to win the Super Bowl this year too, so let's let's wait and see it before we call it. There's a lot of ifs <laughs> and buts that have to happen in yeah, between. Yeah. But like, I'm just saying. That's a lot of talent at once. You never know. That could change the culture entirely. But let's be honest. Yeah. The Bengals could do what the Bengals do and go out and spend up to the cap with dumb picks. Yeah. I don't want to keep going to Jadavian Clowney, but there's like a few teams I th- I can see Jadavian Clowney working in. Not many, though. It has to be the right fit. But what's going to happen is someone's just going to say, oh, here's a blank check, Jadavian. Just, just, just whatever you want. Oh, it's going to be the rest of our cap? Oh, great job. Thank you. Yay! That's a really weird, immature way for uh... – <laughs> General manager, I'm in, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm mocking most of the general managers in the National Football League yeah. because they're go- someone's going to do it. I'd rather have Littleton, the guy you were talking about earlier, than than Clowney. I would too. Yeah, have a guy in, in, in a young. I mean, still, I mean, oh might, God, not, might not even be in his prime yet. No, I don't think he is. With that much talent, absolutely, bring him in all day. He still has untapped talent that that because he was just he was in a he, he was in a great environment on defense, and he's got the defensive player of the year in front of him. He could grow into one of the top elite linebackers in the league if he can get on his own. Plus, like I said, they have a nice defensive line that can kind of protect him right. so he can make plays. Well, that's what I was going to say, too. You can't just bring him in and have him be the only guy. You can't go from playing with guys like Aaron Donald to nothing. But they have some talent. That defense wasn't the worst aspect of the Bengals last year. And Billings, like I said, Billings is a good guy, a good defensive tackle. Um, to play with, and I know they have. Um, they still have Carlos Dunlap. They still have Geno Atkins. Sam Hubbard's a pretty good defensive defensive end. Not great, but pretty good. And it, so, and then you bring back Andrew Billingsley or Billings. Now you have a nice front four, and maybe you bring in a rotational piece, and you have a nice. And what? Right. And what? What defense this year had a nice rotational pieces? San Francisco 49ers. Exactly. And now and who 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 do you think in the San Francisco's um defense benefited the most of having that front defensive line so great? Oh D four. I would say Fred Warner. Okay. I think I think and he was a rookie, I believe. I think he had the he he got the most out of this terrific, I would say, defensive line. Right. He was able to do so much and make so many plays a la Ray Lewis in his prime. You know, a, a linebacker sideline to sideline being able to cover and make plays because this front four, this front four with a you know, rotation made, made it so hard for that quarterback to – to maneuver in the pocket, to make plays, to make, read the coverages, that he was just able to make plays except for the most important game. Well, everybody has bad ones every now and then. Pretty bad time to have one, though. It is. But, uh, anything else on these three teams? No. Um, I think we've uh, tapped out. I apologize for the the lack of Washington. It's just... I think anybody listening can understand. Like, there's just nothing... 
I mean, if you are a Redskins fan, and I mean this legitimately, I'm not trying to be sarcastic. If we miss something of substance, let us know. Yeah. Clue us in. You know, whether you, I mean, and, and it goes for any of our topics. I need the three teams we covered today. Cincinnati, Washington, Detroit, or our uh, our Tom Brady and Jimmy G and Dak Prescott uh, love triangle we talked about earlier. If there anything you want to bring up about any of that, where do they find us? You can hit us up on Twitter, Ben Chris Talk FO one, or you can join the discussion, Ben and Chris Talk Football Facebook page. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap it up for Ben and myself today. Uh, want to ask you a real quick favor before we go? If you like the show, like what we're doing here, just tell one person. If you have one person tells somebody and then that one somebody tells somebody else. We appreciate all you and all you listening. We really value your input and your opinions and can't wait to hear from you. For Ben, I am Chris, and we will see you right back here Friday morning. Thank you.